The best in this sport, whether you like it or not, learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. Welcome in, welcome in. Players section is live. We got Tavares King, yeah. no Sean Marino, the champ up there in the house. He's got the universal belt on. Cheers, my guys. Cheers. Hey, with, with the belt on, you need two and just pe- hey, you want me to stone yeah. cold it. Yeah. I don't shit. I don't know if he's I don't know if he's at Roman Reigns level yet. If Andy Stowe's watching, <laughs> he can't carry them two belts. He's got he's got to get got to you know. No, I'm gonna have to work a little more. Get them both belts on there. Hey, uh, just one right now, but I'm planning on getting them all. <laughs> oh man. Hey, have you seen the jo- have you seen the Georgia one? The Georgia one they put out since the title with the back to back logos on the Ooh, side is pretty clean. I need one of those. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I need that. I need that too. Hey, here's Andy Stowe on here. We got Andy in here. Uh, you got to get some Sting in the intro. Man, okay. that's, that's, I, hey, that's my favorite. Sting is my my all-time favorite. My boy, come down with that bat. Boy, he was smooth with the bat. Come on. <laughs> Alex hey. Page in here. We got Tim Collins in here. Chris Taylor, Rhett Womack, all the what usuals is. in here, guys. Share it with your friends family your mama everybody like put it out there let them know uh hit that like button hit hit subscribe and guys as we as promised every other week we're gonna try to have you a nice guest on here and uh, our man tk hooked us up with a former georgia bulldog himself none other than former inside linebacker or marlo herrera marlo thank you for joining us here on the players section man Hey, we're excited to have you on, TK. TK, no, uh, no, Sean. You know, floor is yours. Yeah. Talk to you guy, Marlo here. Yeah, 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 Marlo. It was uh, it definitely like uh, Blaine said, definitely great having you on. Uh, it was it was super easy to get my guy, man. My guy, my guy was just yeah. so you know, it was just a loving dude. You would think you think somebody to just chase people around and just smack the shit out of them, just you know be mean, <laughs> but no, nah, Marlo was like, yes, sir. I'll hop on there with y'all, boy. So appreciate you having on. <laughs> Appreciate yeah. you coming on, like uh, like Blaine said. But man, uh, uh, damn man, want to get right to it, straight to it, man. Uh, no shot. Always talk about well, everybody always talks about, you know, Georgia's running back you. But we we've had some you know crazy linebackers come through, um, <clears throat> come through. You know, since since you've been there before your time as well, guys like TD, um, Odell Thurman, um, and then you know, our era. Uh, shoot. Uh, Danell Ellerby. I mean, it's so many. Speak to like, speak to you know, just Rennie, uh, Rennie Curran. My bad, my bad, Rock Man. My bad, my fault. <laughs> uh, speak to, speak to that, bro. My, look, my daughter called me. Speak to, speak to how, you know, how awesome it is just to come into a, a, a linebacker um, heavy tradition university. Man, it's um, I really didn't know the tradition of anything about Georgia until I got there. So being around those guys and then meeting the former guys and seeing what they've done. It's, it's amazing. And, and being able to play around like one of the greats and, and, and Alec um, and Tree seeing him play and, and just wanting to be like him and do what he do. It's, it's amazing um, 
I know we won't get a lot of credit because linebacker you, but we don't have linebackers drafted um, pretty pretty much uh, every two, every one to two years. So it's amazing. I mean, look at the league. Look at the league right now. The league right now. You got Leonard Floyd out there, who's out there tearing it up for Georgia. Of course, Nicobe Dean's going to be playing in the Super Bowl as a rookie here in a couple mm-hmm. couple weeks. Georgia last year had Nicobe Dean uh, drafted in the third round, but you had Quay Walker drafted in the first, and Channel Channing Tindall also drafted. So that tradition has carried on. Uh, I, I just wanted to ask you, Marlo, you know, I saw a, a tweet you put out uh, when Georgia was dismantling TCU as you see TK's shirt presented by Smack Apparel that we're going to be talking about. You put out, man, that was worse than uh, Alabama Notre Dame uh, back, in, back in the day in, in, in 2013. Uh, what was your reaction? I guess what's your reaction as a former player to these last two years and where Kirby has brought this program? Man, it's amazing to see them. Um, it's, just, it's just like – we send all our hard work pay off. Like we, <laughs> we kind of put in the groundwork. Um, I know we don't get a lot of credit, but we put in the groundwork to change that program around. Because the program, when when I got there in 2011, we was in a state where you know we we hadn't been to an SEC championship in a while, and being able to lay that foundation and being able to see those guys win is like I, I'm winning because we. We was always close to getting there, but we just never got over that hump. So it's amazing to see them get over the hump and finally, finally get these championships. So you was getting those texts too, those texts <laughs> where it was like, uh, "Congratulations on your national championship! Good job! You yeah. you getting those?" Yeah, you know we always get them. We get them all year. It's a like I, every week. So, yeah, for real. Congratulations! So it's just like we won. We won that thing. Put any work into you know on the field with those guys. Now imagine like we had NIL back then. What's your what's your thoughts on the NIL? Man, I know it was like, bro, you and, wish and we I, had that. We had it. It just wasn't called NIL. Oh, <laughs> hey, hold on! Don't say it. There ain't no weed. Yeah, <laughs> I wish they were giving me some. Oh. But um, nah, it's it's dope that they able to. Um, receive money um, for their play and for their likeness. It's it's great to see that, you know, times are changing and and they're receiving mm-hmm. some kind of compensation besides education while they're in school. So I'm happy for them. Yeah, yeah for sure. You are, you are a financial advisor now. Um, you know, what are, what is what's some things you would, you know, advise these cats um, to do how how to save how to save their bread a little bit, um, how much to put back, uh, because you know I always say hell you know when I, I didn't know what no ten ninety nine was like so I know these cats don't and, you know those are things that's kind of hitting hitting those guys uh, uh, <clears throat> hitting those guys brains and, and and plates now so what's some advice you would give to, to to some of these young cats you know handling this this bread they're getting oh um, you. A young you, what would you say to yourself? Yeah, if I knew what I knew now, I would tell them um, just make sure, you know, you're not spending it all right now because you never know when your career is going to end. So being able to have the kind of compensation and the kind of income that they're getting right now, save save that money because you, you may not go to the next level and also get a, you know, get you a team, get somebody who actually, you know, care about you, like, I ain't gonna tell you it's 
it's good to invest, but don't invest all your money right now because you, you're gonna need especially that with the stock market right now. <laughs> you're gonna need it if you don't if you don't make it to the next level. So you're gonna be able to use that money. You don't want you don't want to have those tax problems. And that's the main thing um, is understanding the tax problems that come with all with making all this money, um, especially I don't know to, um, the NIL or tax or whatever. But just make sure you know somebody is putting you up on game about taxes and how those things work. There you go, Alex. Uh, there you go, Marlo. Alex Page trying to get you some work, man. He said you need <laughs> advising some current athletes. You call Kirby up, say, "Listen, I'm your guy." <laughs> No, nah, that might. I mean, it it could happen, but I don't want to create, you know, a, a conflict of interest because we are down there at Athens a lot at the games. So I don't want to create a conflict of interest. Um, ain't, ain't no conflict, brother. Yeah. You can give you you can do all you want to now. Whether they don't yeah, care, it's, it's, former, it's it's wild west out open. there now. <laughs> <laughs> you got people out there getting eight, ten million dollars. You know, quarterbacks coming in, freshmen ain't even played it down yet. Uh, just <clears throat> absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Um, I was going to ask. You know, you practice. There, there's a topic we're going to be talking about with TK Noshon, and we'll get their opinions on it a little bit later. But you practice every day against Mike Bobo's offense. Uh, Mike Bobo's name's coming up a little bit now because you know Todd Munkin's getting interest from. Offense from NFL teams is possibly being offensive coordinator. Georgia's not totally out of the woods yet with with that. He could still go. And Mike Bobo's on staff now and rumored to be a guy who could who could maybe slide into that role should that happen. What are your thoughts on remembering, you know, going up against that Mike Bobo coached offense and, and how was it to, to defend? Oh, man, you gotta you gotta love the offense. I mean, everybody questions some of his play calling, not me, but uh, you know, a lot of fans always question his play calling at, at certain points in the game. But um, we always had he always had big plays. So I mean, if you if you watch No Shine, if you watch you know TK, those guys had big explosive plays, and we kind of seen that this year. We didn't see it last year, but. He had big explosive, you know, pass plays and then also big explosive run plays. I mean, we didn't have that last year. So last year going into the championship, we didn't have, I think it was, we didn't have many runs over 20 yards. So with Bobo, I mean, if you if you watch those guys, Todd, Keith, you know, Nelson, you know, Isaiah, all of those guys had big explosive runs every week. And so being able to see that and and with those running backs that we have, it could be exciting again just to have him out there. And he's he's part of, you know, that culture, um, the Georgia culture from a, a long time. He's like a big part of the culture there. Um, and, and I would love to see, you know, see him get the keys again to see what he do with these young guys. Hey, Brad. No, oh, go ahead. We – Tell me we wasn't competing out there cra crazy with Grantham, Grantham, Bobo. Uh, man, I just remember going at it. I remember duking, out, duking it out. Me and my boy Sean Williams just swinging one day. Uh, man, every day, every, every day <laughs> was crazy. so competitive, bro. Boykin, Rambo, you, uh, Tree, 
uh, Cornelius, every day was so competitive. And then on our side, you know, you had cats like Ben Jones that are that are getting that are you know that just go at you. So it was just it was just uh it was it was it was fun, man. It was a fun environment. But yeah, bro, uh, speak speak to that that and the camaraderie that that builds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, at, at practice we did get it in. We got we, got, <laughs> we we got it in a lot. I mean, especially especially those you know those um rivalry weeks like we put in a lot of work oh people don't see it but we put in a lot of work it was like those years uh when we was taken to the ground you know before we start <laughs> after y'all left we didn't take to the ground so much Crazy. but um but taking to the ground full pass we was full pass so much during the season yeah, it, was going at it. it was it was crazy and you live inside drill like it get real competitive and then and then those coaches are like competitive i mean they know each other you've seen it when you know grantham was at florida and all of those other schools like those guys want to compete and they want to they want to expose you know the the faults in that offense or the defense, <laughs> Rock. It was hilarious, bro. I can remember being, you know, we doing competition drills and things like that. I can remember, you know, good having, you know, having the script and being like, all right, that's the next play. But we'll be in like, no, hell no, we got to switch this. No, we got to the skin their ass up right here. <laughs> so, right, like, yeah, just I mean, it, it was just a fun environment. He's he's definitely a fun a fun coach. To to your point. Um, and just a competitive coach, and to your point, a Georgia dude. So, so yeah, man. And then um, I, I spoke about camaraderie early. Um, some of your best friends <clears throat> then are still your best friends now. We had we had Todd on last week, um, Malcolm Mitchell, um, Keith. That's your crew. That, those, I mean, those are your guys. Um, you know, I speak to you know just uh, you know what Georgia's how Georgia brought y'all together and, and things like that. Yeah, so, so some of my main class, you know, we got Malcolm, um, Swan, that's my boy, uh, Corey, and you got even even Conley. So those are the guys that came in with me, and we spent a lot of time together. Obviously, I was one of the first, first to commit to Georgia in my class. So I, I, was, I was given the task of, you know, calling other guys, you know, recruiting other guys, making sure, you know, making sure that they were still committed to Georgia. And then by that time, you know, you gain a relationship. You start playing each other, school seven on seven. Then we go to seven on seven camps. So you, you build a relationship with them quick. And then also the young guys, you know, we have Keith, you know, um, Todd, those are my guys. And that just come over time because, you know, you're the top players on the team. And so you, you start building the bun. You start hanging out outside of piece at Girl Street Five. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sir. But you start building the bun with them outside of the f facility. And then even with, you know, with your class, TK, you know, how, how you know, I can call you anytime. You can call me anytime. We hang out together. So just being around each other outside of football, it creates it creates that bun even more. And then once you once you hit the locker room, once you hit that field, 
you know, being that butts all the time. You know, you you just you just start to jail with one another. You know what I was just thinking too when we talk about camaraderie and bonding. You know what really brought people together? I feel like it just you know everyone was hurting together. Was those mat drills? If they call you right now, say yo, come get a mat drill, and you going? Nah, I can't do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might try it. You know how I am. I'm like you know I might try. It. I might be like yeah, let me let me go out there and see if I can. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, mad drills. I I used to kill mad drills. They used to, you know, they used to get mad at me because I go in there. I know your mouth gonna get dry, so I'm in there. <laughs> I'm in there chewing bubble gum on the slide. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm about to get dry. Wait, they they didn't allow y'all to chew gum. I don't remember them doing that to us. Oh. Yeah, I don't I don't I, I don't know if we could chew gum or not. You can't chew no gum, yeah. See, y'all had the old mad drills and, and ours was worse than y'all's. Yeah, Word? It was? What you mean? I'm saying it. the ones we did, bro. Yeah. Over in the Ramsey sign. Oh, the Ramsey, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. In yeah, the yeah. bottom of the Ramsey. See, we was, you know, we had the little indoor there. Nope. The, the little fifty <laughs> but, but we had to be out there in the rain too. So you mm, know, Okay. It's, okay. It's different. Five o'clock in the morning, and we doing we doing a rope. We doing a rope with Bobo and them, and and, and it's uh, raining and cold. And you got shirt so yeah, and then and, and then you got to go to the ladder outside, and, and you know <laughs> we we all got on tennis shoes, so you slipping when you trying to get up out of there. So <laughs> and then you go and then you get, go right. They hit you with one of these. Oh man! And then you go in, <laughs> you go in, and then you go get on the mat, and everybody is slipping trying to jump out. So. It was, it was it was fun. You know what would be hilarious, man? If they let that be like a like a, a, a open event where people can go and watch. <laughs> yeah. Bro. They would that, be like, bro, I can't believe they put these kids through this. Oh, bro, man. they definitely do not need to do that, bro. Um, thumbs down even when it's good. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah for hey, sure. the the standard has seemed to just and, and and as as high as the standard was, it seems like the standards just crept up and up under Kirby. I got one question for you. Todd wasn't real. Uh, we had Todd Gurley on a couple of weeks ago. Todd, I don't think keeps up with football quite as much as you do, Marlo. Uh, I I wanted to. What say you traveling the world, Blaine? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to see what your thoughts were on the leaked uh, pregame speech. It wasn't for the TCU game, but it was the leaked pregame speech that Kirby had before the LSU game. I think. Did, did you catch that? And what'd you think about that? That's not nothing. If, if you heard Grantham speaking, what he doing in the locker room before a game, you'll be like, "That's not nothing." <laughs> Grant, Grantham, that's nothing. I don't know if you remember how Grantham Grantham knuckles used to be bleeding. He would break a white a white board before the game. <laughs> punch the board before the game. So that crazy. speech, I, that was a good speech, but. You gotta realize if you go in that locker room before any game, yeah, it's pop. All coaches are gonna speak like that. Maybe Coach Rick ain't gonna say all the curse yeah, words. Yeah, Coach Rick, Rick, Rick ain't saying all that. He's not saying <laughs> curse words, but his speech is gonna be yeah, his yeah. Is gonna be just like that. But if you ever listen to Grantham or Pruitt talk before a game, you'll be like, oh yeah, you you ready to go hit something. Nice. I got you. I don't know if uh, Alex Page asked how was Van Gorder pregame. Did you? you were you under Van Gorder I, at I all? Or? Van Gorder. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think. I didn't think you did. I maybe now. No, Sean. He was there when you were there, right? Van, Van Gorder, Gorder was. was yeah, Gorder. yeah. I, I think Van, he had DBs or something. No, no, no. I think it would 
Nah, he would have he would have been the DC when he was there. So um, Van Gorder would have. Yeah, he was. Now I don't think so. Now, now I think yeah, nah. that sounds familiar. <laughs> he was, was yeah. something yeah. though. Because yeah. Grantham came in 2010, so that year y'all went. I think y'all went five and five. Awesome. I don't think. Five. I don't think he was there with us. He might have. He might already moved on past then. I know he was there in the early, early part of it, but um. But of the of the Rick Dare and stuff like that. But uh, last last question I got for you, Marlo, uh, before we before we let you run, man. I just wanted, um, you know, we we've talked about the the pregame speeches and all that kind of stuff. You talked about Grantham. Grantham's also we talk about SEC wide here. It's not just uh, Georgia. Grantham is being rumored. Uh, you know, he's being rumored for the Alabama job. Jeremy Pruitt, both guys that you played for. What would what would the Crimson Tide be getting if either one of those guys became their new DC? Oh man, he he'd been at Alabama before. So yeah. I mean, what what all defense are running this year? It's the same thing that Grantham ran. <laughs> Grantham, Grantham is a little bit more complex than all the other ones. Um Pruitt and I know Pruitt, Pruitt and um Pruitt and Kirby probably run the exact same defense. So it's probably – it's dumbed down to make it very simple. Grantham, I don't know how, how it is now, but TK can attest to it. It's, it's, it's complicated. I mean, it's three calls in one play, three, four calls in one play that you – Most take you out of one. Yeah, that, you, that you're basing off formation, that you're basing off motion and all these other things. But, um, but I think – Either of those guys, you know, would be great at a DC. Um, they did it before. I mean, Grantham been all over. Pruitt did it at Alabama. He went to the national championship at SF, FSU. So all of those, both of those guys are great. I mean, I played for both of them, and I enjoy, you know, both of their different coaching styles and personalities. You know, Grantham is more so of a DN rush type of guy and Pruitt is, you know, DBs just like Kirby is. So, you know, being able to, being able to have either one of those in the SEC is, is very important because they, they definitely changed the game. Absolutely. Well, guys, you got anything uh, for Marlon before we let him run here? No, I mean, I, I, uh, I appreciate yeah. you coming on. Definitely want to give you an opportunity to let everybody know what you got going on. Tell yeah. them about your book yeah. for sure. I got it over here, right over here somewhere. But um, the book is called um, "Was It Worth It?" and it's pretty much um, you know, I wrote it when I was in a, when I was in a, um, you know, coming out of a, a, a mental spot that I didn't want to be in, and so it's it's about um, four different athletes and their experience with playing sports and. And learning, you know, learning was it worth it? And learning, you know, all the trials and tribulations. If we knew we was gonna be where we at today, will we put ourselves through all of the things that we've been through? So learning the mental aspect of all of these athletes and kind of kind of figuring out that we all kind of think the same, but we all have different paths, but they all lead the same, they all gonna lead the same place at some point. So we all gonna be done uh playing our sport that we that we plan and then we're going to have to figure out you know what's next and 
you know, being able to hear other people talk about their experience is is very important. And it's a great insight if if you if you're not an athlete and never been an athlete. It's a great insight on the mind and how how these athletes think. Yeah. Was, was it was it was it worth it? Amarlo Herrera on Amazon. So make sure you check it out. You can get it on Amazon today. Uh, man, we appreciate you coming on, uh, Amarlo, yes, so much. And uh, man, make sure to tell tell everybody, uh, all your teammates, they got this is the spot. They got to stop in with us here to, on the oh, Georgia yeah. Player Section. Chop it up with us. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, we already know. We just gotta get the invite. Once we get the invite. <laughs> No. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's easy. It's easy. Exactly. I just got to. I just got to shoot the text out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate for you, man. In, man. All right, Marlo. Appreciate it, big dog. I appreciate yes, you. Yeah. Uh, Marlo That's Herrera up, joined us, and uh, guys, you know, <laughs> lots of great stories there when it comes when it comes to um, you know the competition there in practice uh, <laughs> and. That's something we're going to get to the, the quarterback battle in a minute and SEC quarterback battles around the league. But first, we're going to start with, with Mike Bobo here in that topic because, um, you know, it, it's, it's a big one right now. People are like, you know, wondering what's going to go on with Todd Munkin. Uh, I, on Monday night on UGA Sports Rumors versus Facts, I had Dylan Raul, the number one uh overall prospect in the class of 2024 a quarterback on and he's and i asked him hey what's georgia been saying to you about this possible switch at coordinator and stuff like that and he he said that he was happy for coach munkin being able to go interview but he said and i quote he said but kirby's already said that you know the next guy's already there on staff ready to step into the role so he said that's what kirby told him i would assume that would be mike bobo so I want to let you guys both have the opportunity since you played for Bobo as a coordinator to because there's listen Bobo's not without his detractors out here. There's pitch fans and stuff like that being like, oh no, don't bring Bobo back and stuff like that. But I feel <laughs> like I feel like there's I feel like there's some misleading stuff out there because if you go look at the numbers, uh, Georgia's offense wasn't hurting. And by the way. Not to make you guys or me feel feel old, but, but that was about ten years ago. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so what is what is y'all's uh, what is y'all's thoughts on that possible development? And just tell us you both of your perspectives about Mike Bobo as a coach and a coordinator. Uh, me, man, I want to talk about him as a man first. I, you know, I I, I spent so much time with him. Um, <clears throat> I want to talk about him as a as a person. He's he's a a genuine person cares cares about his players. Um, bottom line, um, for one, and then and then as a whole, as a human, and then after that, he is about he is about ball. You know, he he he's a he's a son of a coach. Uh, uh, he's been he's been in the game for you know forever. He's been a Georgia guy forever. Obviously, played played at Georgia. I mean, his passion for you know the red and black runs so deep. Um, so you can only imagine giving this opportunity again um, would just, you know, fill his cup. Um, but, you know, like you said, there there's folks out there that think that, that you know, <laughs> I, I don't know what they think, because like you said, if you look at the stats, you know, he I think our senior year, we we averaged 40 points a game. You know, when I left, they, they averaged the year I left. Junior year, we averaged 40 year year after that, it was like 42. Um, a couple years later, I think they were still averaging like 38 points a game. So I, it's um, 
it's, it's kind of crazy when you think about it in those in those regards. But as a as a coach, man, he's a just a phenomenal person to be around. One, but he cares about because he cares about his players. But man, he's gonna push you. He's gonna push you um, to to be the best. He's gonna push you. He's gonna get everything that he can out of you. Um, one, and then for sure, um, I wanted to you know hit on those two things first. Um, Sauce, you can kind of get into it too. Yeah. Um, and we can, you know, dive into scheme as well um, if you want to. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. I'm right with you on that, TK. I think um, <laughs> Bobo, Bobo can, he can push you, man. He knows how to push young men and get the best out of everyone, you know what I mean, especially on that offense. Um, and I think he's really creative, you know what I mean? And he knows how to use the weapons when the weapons are there. Um when we were there, you know, I mean, we had some weapons that we could use. You know, I mean, we don't have the weapons that they have now, though. Right? So. <laughs> I was about to say, I think the overall talent level may have, you know, creeped up just a tad. Yeah, them boys different. Yeah. Boy. And, and that's what I would love to see is what he can do with a, a, a super, super talented team as like Georgia is right now. And we had some good ones in the past. And like TK said, man, we were putting numbers up. It was never going into a game like we weren't going to score as many points as we needed to to win. And, I mean, you think about the players that got drafted out of the offense that he ran. And first quick one that comes out of mind is Stafford, number one overall quarterback out there running his offense. So um, I think he can get the job done, man. I love the energy, um, honestly, that he brings. Uh, and he's, he's just going to get the most out of you, and he ain't going to take uh, no for an answer. The first thing I can think about is one time, we one time, you know, we used to after <laughs> games, right, half the games we would have uh, in practice, we would have to do either up-downs or do something for the MAs that we had throughout the game. So this one week, you know I mean? We had a lot of MAs on offense. Missed assignments for the the layman terms out there. Sorry, yep, yep, (laughs) missed assignments. And um, that day we had to run every single one of those plays that we got wrong (laughs) perfect, perfectly, you know what I mean? And then we could leave practice. So this was at the end of practice. And I'm I'm already in a bad mood. I'm it like, was it was bro, four what? plays in a row though, like yeah, like a stampede. <laughs> yeah. What they call it? It was yeah, it was a it was a tempo kind of um kind of drill at the end of practice where we had to run like 15, 10 plays, um, and run them perfectly. So you know I'm in my mood, and I'm I don't know what was up up with me that day, but you know we go through all ten plays, get to the last couple plays, and the last play is a handoff to the running back to score, and then we would have been done. Last, last play, Stafford hands me the ball. I grab the ball. I punt it over the over the uh, over the uh, gate. Oh. Right? He goes run it again. We run it again. Fifteen plays, run it up, all the way to the end. One play, we done. We go inside. Pass the no, Sean. Give him the handoff. Punt it over. I think we did it three times. We ran about sixty plays. Finally, and I think we would have been out there all day. But finally, man, we get to the last play. Stafford's supposed to pass, give me the ball on the last play. He pulls it. <laughs> it goes and scores. And Bobo calls him up like, hi, right, everyone up, everyone up. But just that kind of mentality where it's like, we're going to do it perfectly and over and over again until the end. And uh, I like that. I like that about him. It really pushed me. And uh, everyone was pissed off. I'll tell you that one. Everyone in that huddle was like, bro, please don't kick the ball again. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and I want to apologize. To the, whoever yeah. the TA was or the equipment manager, I don't know who it was, but he had to go over there in the street and go pick to, up to all the, the baseball, balls. all the way to the baseball, <laughs> yo. So I apologize who that was. Yeah, yeah hey. no, pure, T- pure, pure comedy. You know, mm-hmm. somebody, somebody said something up here about you know, 
uh, I think it's Low Elo Joe. He said, uh, he said you can count me in as the Bobo hater group. Yeah, his offense <laughs> put up points but couldn't get it done versus top teams. You know, one one thing I will say, like the game of football, bro, has definitely evolved since then. Ten years is a very long time, like Blaine, like Blaine said. And if Todd Munkin leaves, it's not like Bobo didn't just sit there and under uh, somebody under under another crazy mind and just download everything that he's you know that he does bro because coach bobo is that type of dude there were times and weeks where we would watch film and, and we he'd be like oh we taking that I mean, we put it in and we dial up a you know a double move bam uh z bang and <clears throat> be wide open so, so so things like that he just got to sit sit behind another um you know not sit behind assist another great mind in Todd Munkin. So it's not like he, he didn't, he hasn't learned things. It's not like he hasn't grown as a play, as a play caller. Um, So, so I think that narrative is kind of, yeah. No, Sean, look, Andy, Andy Stowe found your football, man. He said he what? <laughs> he, said he, he, <laughs> he said he found it outside the football facility. That's one you punted away during practice. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Boy, I apologize kick, for that. Well, kick but, that thing in the bushes. It was a hilarious. Um, I mean, looking back on it, it's hilarious. But, but, yeah, to your point, I mean, he's been doing it for a while, man. Like you said, Billy, it's been 10 years. He's learned well, so much ball since then. You know, Todd, Todd Munkin himself, like I said, we're we're talking about this purely in, uh, you know, what could happen and things like that because, because you know, Todd Munkin may, may very end up, you know, he may very end up staying. Uh, and I think I would even lean that way that he is staying right now. But uh, it's not just going to be the the Ravens and the Bucks that come after Todd Munkin. There's going to be other teams as some of these coaching moves get made that, that'll that'll attempt to come at him probably but um i guess the last thing before we move off of this topic and talk about the quarterback battle is i wanted to let you guys talk about scheme wise how big of an adjustment did you have to make going from mike bobo's offense to the nfl offense what was the terminology like that kind of stuff in terms <laughs> of differences and per and and how you had to fit in man it, it um i mean for me we, well we both well, we both went to the same place, but I guess different times. Um, for me, it wasn't it wasn't crazy, you know, terminology wise. We ran a real true pro style offense um, where you had to do a lot of blocking, you had to do a lot of read blocking, you had to do a lot of side adjustments, um, whether it was the corner or off the safety. Those are things that you have to do in a Mike Bobo offense. Um, so those are things that you have to know in a Mike Bobo offense. So um, you're going to be ready. You're going to be NFL ready leaving there. Um, now, like I said, I was drafted to the Broncos, so it's a little different stepping in that huddle with with with, with eighteen, the sheriff, and and he's yeah. he's saying a, he's saying a whole bunch of Omaha's, Omaha's. He said a whole bunch. Of <laughs> so I don't think anything can really get you prepared for that kind of. Yeah, no, no, I was no, no. I was my head was spinning. So what about so, the? It's a little different. What about the run game, no, Sean? I mean, in terms of in terms of uh, you know, I know, I mean, you can only do so many things inside zone power, yeah. you know, all that toss. Now they didn't have they didn't have the forty eight boss in there in the NFL probably with that old fullback right. lead with toss, but front, right, <laughs> yeah, we had a fullback for a, a real short time that, uh, with the Broncos, not much, but yeah, man, like TK said, it's pro style offense, man, so it ain't nothing really. Um, that was super different. It's just that terminology in the league, man. I mean, the the the, 
<laughs> the play call is this long, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you only listen it for your specific yeah. part. So it's it's kind of funny yeah. where you just like they're like, uh, you know, you hear the protection, you know, slide right or whatever, and then they say all these receivers, and then you just like uh scat right. You're like, all right, cool. I got my little scat I'm right out. over here, and I got my protection, but um he definitely got T- you ready, man. It wasn't that TK- hard. TK, we didn't talk about this beforehand. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Do you remember a, a play call either either on, in the league or in or in college that that you remember one that you're like, you know, that's that's my that's that's one you remember hearing hearing called in the huddle. Man, not 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 necessarily off the top of my head. Um, He's man. saying one that we heard at Georgia that we heard in the league. I mean, yeah. I guess no nah. in, in the league. Or no, either one. I'm saying just just people who haven't been in a college huddle or NFL huddle. What's a what does something kind of sound like? You may not get it word oh, for word. Oh, like, yeah, you got this one. You go like flank flank right Z stack. Um, yeah, sounds about right. At, you can go flank right Z stack X X X max um, Y Y dig mm-hmm. Z Pablo or something like that. Something crazy. So I mean, everybody, yeah, right, everybody's right, right. tagged. Um, I didn't even say protection. So I mean, everybody's right. tagged. Um, yeah, I've been in so many offenses. It's kind of hard to do too. So uh, just off the top of my head, but yeah, I mean, there's it's it's uh it's pretty extensive. And I'll tell you Absolutely. what, though, what helped out definitely. Um, not all offenses do this either. When we were with Bobo, he would give us two plays in a huddle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we would, and Stafford would check to the one that he liked better. And that's the same thing that happened with Peyton. You know what I mean? He would give us, you know, two plays in the huddle, go to the line of scrimmage, and he'd hey, 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 check, 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 blue, blue. And then we, you know, we go into that next play. So that definitely helped. And I'm, out. And, and I'm sure everything has evolved because uh, Todd Munkin said, and, and people understand, whether it's Todd Munkin or whether it's Mike Bobo or whether it's whoever, I think we've reached a point in Georgia football where the system is in place. And I think Kirby Smart is going to do very much similar to what Mike Gundy has done out in Oklahoma State where he'll bring in new coordinators and stuff like that, but he's still running his system. And I think I think Kirby Smart is basically going to make Todd Munkin's system his system and whoever comes in to call it, that's what they're going to be doing. They're going to be calling his, that's what Nick Saban has done at Alabama. He's still running the same system that Lane Kiffin installed there in 2014. You know, he's just changing who's calling the plays, but it's the same system. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was saying. He just watched. I mean, every, everybody's coming after Todd Munkin for a reason. So if he leaves, <laughs> like, like we said, that's a funny one, Chris. Like Chris, he said, y'all ever got to the line of scrimmage and realized you forgot to play? Man, hell yeah. yeah. Like, as, yeah. as a receiver, you out there Easily. like, what? You out there like, hey, what I got? See, that must be bad when you're <laughs> a receiver because you got to talk to the next receiver next to you. What if he don't really know what you Yeah, got? you right there. Bye, bro. He could be like, hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? See, I, and, and I've been out there. When we both out there just like. Especially, oh, like, yeah, you know, man. you know, you out there with a rookie, you like, you're out there with another yeah. rookie training camp. You like, oh, <laughs> it's been what? me before where I'm like, well, we, hey, he calls the plate, break, and we walk into the huddle. Hey. I'm like, bro, what I got? And that's the that's the that's what's good about being next to the quarterback because I'm just no. like, bro, what I got again? He'd be like, check Mike to to flat, and I'm like, oh, perfect. And you know, so and you like, know, <laughs> and you know, uh, you know, coordinators they hate this shit. They hate when you in the stance like this, like. <laughs> Like, yo, they hate yeah. that. They hate that. Like, like, man, you got us out here looking crazy. Bro, I need to know what's going yeah. on, sir. Yeah, oh, man. yeah, that's a great question, Chris. That's hilarious. 
Listen, uh, before we get to the SEC quarterback battles and Georgia quarterback battle here, go ahead, uh, TK, raise up there a little bit and show off your smack apparel that you got hey, fresh in there. It was smack at the of, today. Listen, smack apparel is the new partner here with Georgia Players Section. You can help us out, and we're going to help you out 10% off if you use the promo code UGA Sports. You can see no Sean's, I mean, uh, TK's shirt there with the, the, t- the horned frog in the mouth of the bulldog they got over there. Yeah, uh, no, no, Sean, it takes a little bit longer mm-hmm, to get into mm-hmm, uh, Colorado, mm-hmm. but here's one Saturdays we hunkered down. They got all kinds of stuff over there. So go to smackapparel.com. Uh, it's in the description. It's scrolling across the bottom of the screen. And use the promo code uh, UGA Sports. You make UGA in the S capital. UGA Sports, 10% off. And, uh, you know, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. It helps us here at the show and also helps you guys get some cool gear uh, and get a little oh. percentage off of it. So we, we appreciate it. <laughs> You a lot. Hey, hey, Lo- Lojo said you don't know you're out under Kirby. You're going to get an earful. That my dog Kirby be having the microphone at practice. He's going to let you know. Boy, he's Absolutely. Yeah, I would like to see how he coached, man. Right when I got there, he he recruited me. I played the spades with him. We talked about how great it was going to be when I'm in that backfield and in that room with him. And then, and then I get there, he leaves to Alabama. Kirby. He, 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 right. he busted he bust ass in spades? Nah, nah. He wasn't busting nothing. He thought he was busting. Oh. Hey, hey, Bobo as well. I'll play Bobo and Spades and Coach G. All of them. They think they're nice. They be cheating too. Bobo and Coach G together. Got to watch them. They be passing cards. Oh, under man, the table. Be, you got to watch them. Under the table, guys. Okay, bro. Oh. You got to watch them. All right. So Dude. SEC. Hey, before you get into the other quarterbacks, now, nah, now, nah, for real, for real, we got, we got to. I got to ask you a question about the incident that just happened with with the old boy with with Steezy. <laughs> I got to ask this because, listen, what's your thoughts on it? Because going into it last week, man, you know what I mean? We talked about what round he could possibly go in. I was more of a four or five kind of guy. Everyone was saying more of a three, which was cool. But, like, when you see something like this happen, man, you got to think that it kind of, you know, hinders those chances of going that early, no? I mean, I don't know. It's it's public intoxication. Should he have been – doing it and especially in the part of town that he was doing it in probably not uh but yeah, you know Georgia, man. but but i'm just saying you know like i'm sure that every uh every one of those gms that is going to be looking at him drafting be like yeah i've been there i've, I've, I've done that so i'm so sure so that I don't doesn't know. hurt his his chances at all I mean, if he was, if if he was, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it doesn't help. Listen, he just, all it does is it gives people another, another bullet, you know, in the chamber. I hate that about that. You know what I mean? I hate how it's kind of how that image can now be put on somebody like that. You know what I mean? And and I feel like he's a good dude. Mm -hmm. Well, here's what you got to do. If if you're Stetson, you got to hope that you're able to go to the combine. So hopefully for him, he'll get, he'll get uh, invited to the combine. And at that, at the combine, he'll get a chance to, Meet with those guys and and you know own up to it and do all that kind of stuff. They're so. definitely yeah. going to ask in the, in the combine. I'm yeah. not seeing a page of saying yeah, they going to bro. They ask everything. They ask everything. Oh yeah, and and, and, and to no Sean's point, it is it is unnecessary. I mean, I don't I don't want to say it's unnecessary, but like I, obviously you know Stetson's never. Uh, excuse me, Quay. Quay never had anything like this come Quavis. up. Oh, okay, Quay never had anything like this come up. Um before or um so i mean it's it, mm-hmm. to 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 uh 
to Unk's point, it does seem, you know, unnecessary. But it's, it, they're definitely going to ask his ass. But well, they go, yeah, they, I mean, they, I, they ask you if you cheat on you on on your test in right, third grade. But right, and I get it though. You know, what I mean, and then he's like, he was more slotted to be like a later pick, so it might not hurt him as much. But imagine if you're a first round pick and something like that happens, you're not going yeah. in the first, right? Okay. Yeah, I I think since he's a middle middle round pick. I don't know. I don't know how much it'll it'll hurt. You know, you could you're talking about maybe sliding from the fifth to the sixth, or the sixth to the seventh, or the third to the fourth, or however it goes. I mean, it may be a little bit, but the only thing that stinks is now Mm -hmm. going into it, we'll never truly know his his what his true draft evaluation was because now there's all this other stuff that could come into play and things that. So, all right, moving, moving on, we got to get to the Georgia quarterback battle. We talked about it a little bit last week in our offensive preview. You got Carson Beck, Brock Vandergrift and Gunner Stockton for Georgia, uh, trying to replace Stetson Bennett. One of those guys is, and here's the thing. I've just gotten to to the point where I watch, you know, look at who's going to be playing in the in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, J- Jalen Hurst and Patrick Mahomes, right? And it seems like whether it's the pro level, the college level, high school level, in championship games and teams that are championship caliber, you see quarterbacks that have legs and that can run. And I think Carson Beck, you know, has a leg up in this, and he's a more <laughs> mobile than people think. But I think Brock Vandergriff and Gunnar Stockton are going to have an opportunity in this one because they can create with their legs. I mean, look at the national championship game this year. Stetson Minute, Max Duggan, both running quarterbacks that got their teams there. And and also, uh, dude buddy from uh, uh, from Ohio State showed off more legs than than he had ever before when he got to the playoff <laughs> game against against Georgia. So uh, what is y'all's thoughts on this quarterback battle for Georgia Beck? And Vandergriff and Stockton. Uh, I mean, for me, we 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 kind of alluded to it a little last week. Um, I, I definitely think it's Carson's to lose. Um, he came in and in, in, in games and showed that he can get it done. And and we talked about how when he came into the game, it wasn't just about you know turning around and sticking in, into the belly of a running back. Um, it was about you know him coming in and controlling his offense and and he does that with with high command um you know i'd love to see him do that uh you know a full game uh but you kind of took the the words out of out of you know my mouth and and that this league is a running league this game is a running game you know week in and week out you turn on the tv um Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night. Quarterbacks are nine times out of ten mobile, man. They're they're able to maneuver and get out of the pocket and extend plays. So I think the 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 last the last quarterback that that really stands just be st- sitting in the po- pocket retired today. Um, so yeah. so so I mean it's just um. It's seventy five it, years old. <laughs> Tom just, Brady. Yeah. T- uh tv12 but but it, i just think it's tough man I, I i agree with you in saying that brock and gunner are are a bit more mobile and then you just have to be bro with, with cats coming off the edge um and 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 yeah you just have to you have to be and i think that the read option could be big with a guy like gunner stockton who, who uses legs a lot in, in raven county um 
So it, it, it's going to be a it's going to be a great battle, man. It's going to be a fun battle. Um, but I don't want anybody to think that Beck can't run. I'm not saying he can't I, run. He's just he when he runs to me, you know, like when you look at uh, when you're I've watching seen on, Stockton run, though, like yeah. Well, let me say the best the best runner out of all three of them is Brock Vandergriff. Yeah, I that see, dude, that yeah. dude, that dude, that dude, that dude can run, run. I'm talking about, I'm yeah, talking about. He, he, he may go, he may go low four sixes. Gunner, Gunner was timed out of out of high school in the in the high four seven range, and Beck is probably in the mid 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 four eights. I would say, you know, mid mid four eights, something like that. But Beck to me with uh, you know he's he's a little bit more slender, but hey, when you look when you you know he's tall, slender. When you look at him on you know Nat Geo or something like that, you see a, a giraffe running 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 across the <laughs> Sahara, running across the safari out there, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean that giraffe's moving; it just doesn't look like it's moving as good. You know what I'm saying? As a, as a as a cheetah or a leopard. Something like that. No, Sean. What do What do you think from a running back standpoint? Um, now with these with these edge got these guys on the edge, right? Uh, that that on defense that can that can play the mesh point and and make you guess and all that kind of stuff on on zone read and all that kind of stuff. How much more confidence do you have as a running back when you know you got a quarterback that can? You know, pull it and make something happen as well. How much more successful does that make it for you as a running back? It just helps out the offense in general. You know what I mean? Where the defense, when you make the defense think, that's when things are in your favor as an offense. You know what I mean? So having that that mesh and you're kind of holding it there makes the defense think a little bit. And if you have two runners back there that the quarterback could take off for 15 or the running back, just makes it tough. So um, you would love to have that for for our offense, but. Um, we'll see. You said that Carson, you said Carson could run a little bit. I didn't see him really run too much. Um, and I'm thinking about the spring game. That's the only thing I could think. Of. I, I know he came. He, in he took, times. he took off and run, but, but in that, in that environment, they can't hit you. So, right, you right, know, right. Like... <laughs> right. Yeah. Understandable. But, um, like he came in at the end of some games when we were up big and he, you know, like we said, he slain that thing first play and he, he got a nice little arm on him and, if you think about the, I'm thinking about the spring game versus our defense. He had the same amount of passing yards as Stetson did. You know, what I mean, two, two something. So I mean, he has an arm. He can get it done. It's just if he can get it done with his legs. But I feel like him and Brock kind of had a good spring spring game. So it'll be an interesting battle. But at the end of the day, like we all been saying, it's going to be Carson to lose. Yeah, this is his fourth year in the system under Todd Munkin. So if Munkin does end up saying, I think that would benefit Beck because it seems like he, and listen, they, they showed confidence, you know, I don't know if it's that they were just showing confidence in, uh, in, in Beck or that Kirby smart really hates Shane Beamer. But as soon as he came in the South Carolina game, he was, you know, I think by some of the things that uh, Kirby mouthed over there on the sideline that the camera caught, I think uh, I don't know that there's any love lost between Kirby Smart and Shane Beamer, but he came in there and let Beck. Uh, they up by like forty seven points. He's like, "Go ahead and sling that thing down the field to Oscar Dell. Yeah. We're, we're gonna put another touchdown on the board." Yeah, but he but, can. He can. No doubt. We're gonna and, see and if he can get out there and run, though. Though Blaine, we're gonna see about this. You and you always going up and above and high and beyond. Talk about some four. You know how fast the four sixes. So he running four six. No, no, Vandergrift does. Brock, okay. Brock Vandergrift does. Okay. Beck, Beck's okay. a mid. Beck, Beck's that. probably Beck, Beck's probably mid four eight. Um, but laser time. These are laser time forties that came out and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. So let's let me write let's that talk. One down. 
That's George. You know, I gotta, always gotta write down Blaine's whenever Blaine come up with something outrageous. I gotta write it down so I can bring it up later on. That's George's right there. Okay. Uh, now we've got one guys here that we gotta talk about. It, it the, these other quarterback battles around the SEC. I think the most interesting one would be Ole Miss. I mean, Lane Kiffin bringing in some stud dogs in the portal in terms of in terms of guys available you know spencer saunders a four-year starter at oklahoma state walker howard was a huge recruit for lsu he ends up coming out and you already have jackson dart there a guy that that he brought in from usc a year ago yeah, what's your guys thought on the portal king over there doing his deal doing his yeah, uh, a little crazy i mean considering like i mean i don't i wouldn't say jackson dart had a had a tear a girl Terrible, terrible, terrible year. It wasn't great. Oh, he had a great year. Yeah, but like, like really it, wasn't, it wasn't great, but like, so I mean, considering really how he year. played, I mean, bringing those cats in is is, is a little, I don't know, weird. Uh, but shit, I mean, you never know. You never know with Lane. You never know with the Lane train. I, I I like him though. So so he he must see something in these cats. Uh, Spencer Sanders. Speaking of cats, look at this deal. Jackson Dart's out here killing mountain lions. Wow. And sending messages right now to, to 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 Spencer Sanders and and uh and Walker Howard. He's over here saying, Yo, "What are you boys doing? I'm out uh, here killing mountain lions." He may have killed that thing with his bare hands, for all we know. But his dad, man. look what his dad said. Look what his dad's saying up here. He said some people talking that ish during the off season, and others just handle their business. Not a better way to end <laughs> the break for Jackson. That's a big ass cat, yo. <laughs> That's is. the second cat I've seen that big. Because that's him know, holding it. They got one out here. They have um um the, uh freaking uh wolf, Derek Wolf. He 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 killed one out here too. Big yeah, I saw that wolf crazy wolf wild boy too. But. Yeah. yeah, listen, it, Dark can beat you with his legs, but really, Spencer Saunders is also more of a leg guy. Neither one of them are like precision passers because they both struggled with accuracy. You know, you look at that Alabama game, El Miss has a chance to go down and win the game. And, you know, Alabama just said, hey, we're going to play the sticks. We're going to play back at the goal line and you can't fit it in there. So what? who do you who do you guys think? Two similar quarterbacks, really, in Dart and Saunders. Saunders, here's the thing, too. What what kind of how does that hurt your rep, reputation in the um in the portal like bringing people in if you bring in a guy like Spencer Saunders who has one year eligibility left and he doesn't win the job you know I mean what are you guys yeah, thoughts on crazy. that yeah, I mean that's weird <clears throat> yeah they got a package for them all but that yeah it seems weird yeah, who, who, who want that shit nobody want to do that no. Yeah, I don't. I, I I think that'd be strange as well. So that one's gonna, gonna be see. interesting. Anybody? This is, anybody? This is maybe what he's thinking though, but maybe he's thinking this real quick. Let me bring some comp in here, and whoever win the deal, right? Whoever win the starting job, they're gonna win it. And then the other people are just gonna hit the portal anyway. Just let them hit the portal or do whatever they're gonna do if they're younger classmen anyway. And then they'll they'll be gone. What's Dart? Dart's like he's going into his junior year. No, what are you going into? A sophomore or sophomore, I think redshirt sophomore or something like that. Because I think yeah, he got a year so back. Because, yeah. but I mean, I, playing, if he playing, if he don't if he don't ballsy. win that if he don't win that job, anybody anybody got a, a dose of Patos prediction they want to throw on that thing? Just let me know. I'll hit the button. If you well, don't, listen, let me. If, know. if he don't get the job there, he's gonna go over to Florida. <sighs> oh, <laughs> I mean that would be a, a solid destination spot right now. Mm. Uh, Speaking. 
Uh, Go ahead. For a tell me. Tell me to hit the button if I hit. I don't want to do it on that. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Oh. We may we may do it on the next one. The next one we have is the Missouri Tigers, who have an <laughs> interesting. They have an interesting quarterback battle. They got Brady Cook, who was there, started doing his thing for Missouri a little bit at the end. Led him to some, uh, led him to some some quality play at the end of the year. Yeah. But they have Sam Horn there, who's from Collins Hill High School in Georgia. Many people thought that Sam would get Big drafted Sam. in the MLB draft, and he hadn't really played yet like people thought he would. They've, they've been saying for a couple of years. And then they bring in Jake Garcia from Miami, who was committed to USC one time, ends up flipping to Miami, and now he's leaving Coral Gables and coming up to Columbia, Missouri. Guys, do you think Brady Cook can hold on to this job, or is this going to be something that Sam Horn or – and, hey, this is interesting because, listen, let's be honest, Missouri played Georgia the tightest of any team all year this past year, and they're going to be really good on defense. They're returning, like, I think 10 – they're going to have, like, 10 start ten guys on their defense that are seniors uh, next year. So Missouri's going to be a sleeper team a little bit. What, what do you think is going to happen at their quarterback battle here? Let me go. Uh, yeah, oh, wait, yeah, nah, well, listen, still, just like the other teams that we talk about, it's still Brady's um, job to lose, man. He had mm-hmm. such a great year last year, keeping him in some games, kept his interceptions down. And, I mean, he just had a really, really decent year, almost hit that 3,000 mark for passing yards. So, I mean, it's still his to lose. And I, and something rubs me the wrong way when I have a kid transferring three times before he gets on the field and within uh, – that Jake Garcia dude. So he got a lot of work to do. He got to show me something. So, um, and, but maybe Sam, Sam Horn can go in there and do something. But for right now, I'm really giving the job to, to Brady. And if there's other guys to take the job, they go take the job. It's just that he just had a, such a great year. And it's like something to just take the job away from him once he had a great year like that. So, um, yeah, that's it. I don't know. This one we can Jake, do. Really- I don't like that Jake that business though. Come on, Jake. Transfer three times. Yeah, I can't give him that. Well, he didn't transfer. He didn't transfer. He was committed to USC, decommitted, whatever, all that kind of stuff. Um, So this one we can do real quick. Jaden Daniels, Garrett Nussmeyer. I mean, they're saying it's going to be Jaden Daniels all the way. But guys, after the championship, I I feel like I feel like you got to at least give Garrett Nussmeyer a long look in the yeah. Super disrespectful. You said, listen, man, these guys earn these jobs. It has to be taken. It's almost like a a boxer going into the ring or a UFC fighter. Oh, I said they got to give him a long look. (laughs) Yeah, I love listen and listen. I love Nussmeyer. Honestly, I I really love the man's arm. I love his presence in the pocket. I love everything about him. I wouldn't even be mad if he transferred and went to another school because, I mean, he can he start nice. right away. Yeah, he's that Man. nice. <laughs> yeah, Florida. he's that nice. But <laughs> yeah, Florida. But it's just Jaden, man, it, what a year that Jaden had. Come on, bro. The, the interceptions down. How many interceptions he had? Three on the whole year, bro. The efficiency is so great. And then he did it with his legs. So it's kind of hard to go away from the Jaden Daniels after so much that he did last year. So he comes back healthy, nothing wrong. All right, we're moving right, moving right on. TK, you take take this one. Joe Milton at Tennessee is supposed to have that job, but Big Money Nico is uh, is coming is coming in. Uh, Listen, reportedly eight to ten million dollars of NIL with the Tennessee Collective up there. How do you see that one playing out, TK? Money talk, money talk, money talk. Uh, nah, man. It's, it's it's similar, but money talks. 
because Joe Milton, he 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 did play well for those guys um, in the bowl game. Um, he showed that he could could lead that team. Um, he's shown that he could lead that team before. Um, oh, to be I, fair, they were they were playing Clemson. Come on now. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clemson's yeah, awesome. yeah. You know, <laughs> my dog Dabo. That's my dog. Get off of him, but but nah. Um, I definitely think it's Joe Milton's to lose. Obviously, with Nico coming in, getting that bread, it's gonna be it's, that's gonna come into play for sure, bro. Because, um, I mean, they don't they don't they both ain't just paying the kid ten million to to be. Yeah, well, how, the, how he got long work? hair? They gonna call him Clipboard Jesus? Like I don't they get did, how this did, all gonna like work? They did my dog Charlie Whitehurst. <laughs> they ain't, they ain't paying people ten ten uh ten m's to just be sitting there. So, um. Honestly, right, he can like, sit there, he can still sit, no, he, red shirt, and then still come out and play. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? He can do it. He can do that. Hey, but, 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 let, I get, hey let Joe Milton get the acting up. He definitely comes. I got to do it. I got She don't want that. She don't want that two-footed bad boy. She don't want that dose zapatos animal. You know what I'm saying? Dos Zapato, son. You got to make a prediction and stand on it with two feet. And I'm going to say that Joe Milton will have that job just for a little while because here's what's going to happen. He's going to get in there, and Joe's going to going to end up decapitating a couple of people in the top uh, top Dang. section with a with an incomplete pass over there, and uh, and they're going because he has a cannon. But he sometimes he don't. It. But sometimes it ain't sided in very well, you know what I'm saying? And he don't he don't know where it's going. Um, and what's going to happen is the the ni the people that control the the purse strings, so to speak, they're going to get in Hypo's ear and say, "Hey, you remember that nine and a half million uh, dollar contract you got? You remember that ten million dollars we promised to old Nico over there? Well, uh, you know <laughs> we don't like him just collecting splinters in his butt on the bench over there. So you know let's go let's go get. I think I, my dose zapatos." Prediction is that Nico Imaleva will be the quarterback for Tennessee, the full time starter before the season's over. I, I, I yeah. yeah, hey, I stand with you on that. I think, um, but I do like Joe, man. We if we if we talking about you know Tennessee and that offense, Joe, I, I like him, bro. If he get it under control, bro, you say you gonna kill a couple people in the first row, bro. No. Hey, quick yeah, 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 crazy. Go ahead, go ahead. Let me, let me ask you a real quick question, though. We talking about I, I'm going back to Jaden. I'll be doing this. I'll be thinking, and then I got to go back to it. Jaden Daniels. I mean, he almost had a hundred yards, almost a thousand yards rushing as well. Mm-hmm. Out of all the quarterbacks in the SEC coming back, who's that top quarterback you think coming out? Who's that top SEC quarterback this next year coming up? I think it is going to be Jaden. Who do y'all think? Hmm. Jaden Daniels is up there. Um, yeah. I mean. De- Devin Devin Leary is going to be really good at Kentucky. Uh, I'm telling you, he's going to he's going to do some good things with Liam, Liam Cohen being over there. Uh, I think Robbie Ashford is going to have a good year at, at her Auburn with oh, his with okay. with his wheels with what Hugh Freeze like can Ashford. do. I don't think I don't think he's going to be great, but maybe one of the best pure quarterbacks. Yeah. Now he's going to have to make an adjustment because he lost his offensive guy and, and mentor and Mike Leach, Will Rogers is coming back for, for Mississippi State. And we know that what Will Rogers can do. Okay, Will. Um, okay. On, on, on there too. 
How you gonna um, say he, he after watching Spencer Rattler after the last two weeks of, of them boys? How you <laughs> look at Blake? <laughs> which 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 Spencer Rattler? Which which one? We talking about the first eight games Yo, or the Blake. last two? Yo, you know, I'm like, joking, boy. Oh, oh man, my dog. God! Nah, hey, he, yo, he, if, if you do, get he gonna be in the mix. Two, he was in the mix last year. It, it Listen, did. he he had one month weeks. there where it was. He had one month there where it was Rattober, mm. and uh, and dude, dude went crazy, you know. But uh, but it but it's a little bit different now. The last one we got to talk about. Well, we talk about Florida because really they don't have a quarterback. They brought in Graham Mertz, Listen, who's just not be, been. It's gonna be one of these boys that just transferred to one of these be. schools. Yeah, it no. Be, I, listen, I think that could be a dose of Pato's prediction. <laughs> hey, you could say, bro, you could say to, I'm about to stay. Click it. I'm about to stand uh, on that. So <laughs> I'll play it right. She don't want that. She don't want that two-footed bad boy. She don't want that dose of Pato's animal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Like my boy Blaine say, uh, check this out. One of these quarterbacks that just came to Ole Miss, Spencer Spencer Sanders, Walker Howard, uh, Jake Garcia, Sam, one of, somebody that we just talked about will end up being a Florida quarterback because I don't yeah. think they I don't think they on a roster right now, bro. Um, <laughs> and, and then and then you got one of these back. Georgia one of these Georgia quarterbacks exactly. Could end up now. Like, yeah, exactly. I look. I looked at like Brock and Gunner's name, and I was like, well, damn. So I mean. Man, with everything that, that's going on, I'm going to stand on that with 10 toes, bro. I don't, I don't think Graham Mertz or Jack Miller is, is the guy. Um, I don't think I don't think Billy has his guy right now at Florida. And I like Billy Napier. That's my dog. Recruited me at uh, at Clemson. Um, back of my guy. Good dude. Um, all I'm gonna I, say but is, I don't think he has his guys right now. So nah, all I'm going to say Mertz. is – I'm gonna yeah. say some some guys are meant to be coordinators and not head coaches. I'll leave it right there. And then uh, the the second the, hey, man, the, the, the last one the last one Alabama Ty Simpson Jalen Milrow. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen, they don't have the offensive coordinator yet. Nick Saban got turned down. Interviewed the dude at Washington. What dude at Washington came down? Interviewed said. No, thanks. I'm going to stay up at Washington with Michael Pennings. When the GOAT gets turned down like that, you got to question what's going on in Alabama. But you got Jalen Milrow, who's a run first, you know, more of a, a, a read option, maybe some RPO stuff and can absolutely chunk it a mile. And then you got Ty Simpson, who is more in the vein of the, the quarterback style that Nick Saban has had there. They don't have their offensive coordinator yet. In my opinion, this is going to be predicated a lot on who comes in because I know that, like I said earlier in the show, just like I think Kirby Smart would do if Todd Munkin left, he would still run Munkin's system. Nick Saban's going to run the same system that he has with all these coordinators coming through. But if it's somebody like Greg Roman, who has been Lamar Jackson's offensive coordinator at Baltimore the last couple of years and was the coordinator uh, for Colin Kaepernick in, in San Fran, then Jalen Milrow would have would have a huge advantage over there then. But if it's somebody else, if it's Cliff Kingsbury or somebody else like that comes in, I think Ty Simpson's got an advantage. What's your guys' thoughts? I think it all goes back to the legs. Um, yeah. um both both of those guys got really good legs, but I think Jalen Milrow's legs are a lot better. Um we've seen him. We've seen we've seen him um, But man, they struggled in those games. The Texas yeah. game. Yeah, yeah they definitely did. But shit, he, he, those are games that he was kind of thrown into the fire. Like, it was like, you the guy. So, I mean, yeah. um, but that being said, you have to be ready for those moments. Um, and he played well in that Tennessee game, right? I mean, I feel like. 
Um, uh, he he didn't he didn't play in Tennessee. He played against Texas. What was that? He, he he played Arkansas, and they they Arkansas. they ended, they oh, ended up pulling yeah, yeah. they ended yeah. up pulling away. But that was because Jameer Gibbs yeah. busted two huge runs at the end. They were in danger mode there at the end of the third yeah. quarter. Like Arkansas, you know, the ground started yep. shaking a little bit over there, and at, yeah. uh, at Arkansas they got they got a little hyped over there when they started coming back. But uh, but no, it I think it's gonna yep. be interesting, guys. We've we've went. Past our time here, oh, we appreciate snap. it. We appreciate everybody tuning in. So many people in here this time. Listen, we love this show. We love being able to put it on for you guys. Help us out. Use that promo code UGA Sports with Smack Apparel. Go to SmackApparel.com. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And guys, listen, hey, we're going to be bringing got another year. Tim Collins said. He's done. done. I might believe him. Absolutely. Absolutely. But listen, guys, we appreciate all of you so much. Hit the like, subscribe, turn on notifications for my guys, TK and No Sean. I am Blaine Gilmer, and we'll catch you next time on Georgia Georgia Players section with Tavares and No Sean on UJSports.com. The best in this sport. Whether you like it or not, learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. Woo!